0: Hello, and welcome to Pokedex Pathfinders, where we explore the Pokedex at a leisurely pace. I'm Ben. And I'm Andy. Well, in today's episode, we talk about numbers 100, woo, and 101, the Voltorb family.
1: And we rank our top five round Pokemon on this week's edition of Between Two Voltorbs. let <laughs> well, that's good to it. I cannot believe we made it to the 100 mark. We already are, uh two-thirds through this thing.
0: It only took about 47 years to get here.
1: <laughs> After all this time. Hey, what a long, strange trip it's been, am I right? Oh, God. All right, number
0: 100. <laughs> it is Voltorb. It is the ball Pokemon. I'm, brace, I'm, I'm, that's, I'm warning you now, if you right. were just <laughs> br- brace yourself. <laughs> if you thought the Onyx episode was bad.
1: Hey, we're talking about two balls on this one, am I right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, I still maintain that the Poke, the Pokedex should have been uh, Voltorb and then Onyx and then Electrode.
1: <laughs> it's the revised Pokedex Pathfinder's Pokedex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's get into some bio information then. It is a Pokeball.
1: Yeah, it definitely is a Pokeball. Uh, this is, Yeah, it's a Pokeball. It's a circle with angry eyes on it. Um, this is the ultimate Gen 1 design for me in that it is just almost, it is bordering on nothing. It's like the most simplistic of designs, but I think that actually helped it out because this was probably like the number one thing that people were drawing, uh, in school. I know that for me, this was like my, my easiest thing. You draw a Pokeball, you put some, you know, the angry triangle eyes on it and, uh, and you're good to go. It is the
0: most copy and pasted nineties eyes of all time. Like that is the first thing that makes a one of the pokes look like it is from that era, and they basically just pasted them onto a Pokeball. But what you're talking about there of it being a simplistic design—that's like what I want to talk about for the family as a whole. So I'm going to circle back to that idea.
1: Let's dig into this. Right, whole, we'll, it right, we'll be- draw a circle around that for later, and uh, <laughs> I'll let you go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Circle that one in your notes <laughs> for a little bit. Let's get into this idea of it being a Pokeball because that really is like the that is the crux that's, of this Pokemon. That is exactly, the idea behind uh, it.
1: That's exactly what it is. I mean, this everything that I'm going to say now is something that you can just say for a Pokeball, but this thing is supposed to look like a Gashapon capsule. We it's much larger in Japan, but we do have them here in in supermarkets. But it's those little crank machines where you put the the money in, turn the crank. You get the ball with the toy, and traditionally the bottom is clear, top is a color. That's kind of where they got the Pokeball from in general. So, you know, you can say that about the Pokeball, you can say that about
0: Voltorb. You know what's funny is I have seen those machines everywhere. I mean, definitely paid a lot more attention to them when I was a kid, but I had never heard of the word Gashapon until researching this poke and seeing that it was like
1: inspired by that i just no 100 percent. like not until adult adult life yeah i would never have called it that i just thought of it as you know supermarket toy it would have never had a real name didn't really even think much about it but it is definitely still a huge
0: thing i never even thought about electrode being that i thought more about i love this idea for electrode that they really play up in the game of like it almost lying in wait, looking like a Pokeball. And then when you go up to it in the power plant, jumping and being like, oh, my God, it's a real Pokemon. You know, just a quick oh. note of I I loved that as a kid. And I was almost nostalgic for that and reminiscing on that when in Arceus, they brought back that concept for like a Geo dude.
1: Oh, yeah. hundred percent. They brought it back as the rock lying in wait. And yeah. this Pokemon actually has... So much more going on than it would appear, you know, just by being a circle. Um, but to get to what you were saying, as far as it being a trap in that area, as looking like a pokeball, uh, it's very reminiscent of the D and D monster of a mimic. Uh, I don't know if you ever did a and D campaign, but there, I have not. There are. Monsters. I have a wife. <laughs> yep, same now. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> I just
0: I've actually, oh I've God. like always wanted to do a D and D campaign, but it's one of those like you gotta have. Yeah, you a group have to have a, ver- a very dedicated, very crew.
1: But basically, a a mimic is a monster that is in the shape of a treasure chest. It lures adventurers in so that when they go to open the chest, it's actually just a mouth that eats you. This is very reminiscent of that in that it is a an item lying in wait it's a piece of treasure that you want to take and you get attacked I love this idea in the
0: initial games of having the electrode hiding and I love when that has happened throughout different uh, Pokemon games especially in Arceus and stuff like that and I love what they've done in some of the more recent games of adding Pokemon to the overworld but like add it, sometimes the stuff being added to the overworld just seems like random sprites walking around and and I'm like, do more of the stuff like the Electrode and the Geodude's hiding. Like, yeah. have some oddishes where there's just some, like, weird, you know... Yeah, you see the grass oh, moving
1: looks, and you have to pull it out or something.
0: Yeah, you're like, that grass looks a little odd A little Ish.
1: enigmatic.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that looks like some really <laughs> enigmatic grass over there.
1: No, I, or like, it's a really fine line in the games anyways between, of course, you want to see Pokemon acting like animals in their natural habitat, but half of that would be you're not going to see half of them. You know, they are going to be a rock or they are going to be a Pokeball that you want to pick up and it's going to zap you.
0: When you go into, like, if you go into Yellowstone, I mean, yeah, there are some animals that are just, like, walking around, but, like the whistle pigs are not marmot i remembered
1: it i thought you were talking about the whiskey i like whistle pig <laughs>
0: well whistle pig is named
1: after a marmot i mean the marmot is named after the whiskey as far as i'm concerned do you think that the marmots primarily drink that whiskey yeah they're yeah they're the target audience of the uh, of the whiskey but you're exactly right that i mean in nature you're not going to see them like sitting there waiting to be caught or engaged with they're going gonna, to be you're going to have like
0: a mix you're going to have like a mix you're going to have like herds of buffalo and like larger mammals and stuff but then like
1: smaller you know snakes or whatever like
0: uh, i feel like the 2d games used to do that
1: a lot where it was like even in gen 2 you know i don't remember it wasn't burmy because burmy was later but i think it was heracross was up in the tree you'd have to knock the tree And it would make, you know, it would shake the tree, make a Pokemon fall, and you could fight it.
0: Yeah, they've been doing that recently. They did that with, like, Applin, I believe, recently, too.
1: That's true. Uh, All right, I got to give it up for Applin, because they did have them in the trees like an apple. And... uh, What? I know. Very realistic.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The other thought, too, with the lore behind... Voltorb that always comes up. I almost said Electrode. I'm just going to say it right now. You've said
1: Electrode a couple times, but I didn't want to correct you because I didn't want to to disrupt your flow. Yes. I mean, they are the same, just flipped, but I won't get too ahead of myself. Well,
0: good. I'm glad I didn't go too far into the episode because I will come completely clean. This is my like boomer saying Nintendo moment kind of thing. I cannot ever in my life keep (laughs) Electrode and Voltorb separated.
1: Here's uh the shot across the bow. I think Voltorb is the cooler one, so that's how you can tell them apart. Whoa. Oh yeah. Whoa. Voltorb is cooler. You, you wanna just wrap it up there? And that'll do it, because uh, this one <laughs> is so much cooler. No, this <laughs> this thing has so much lore behind it of the fact that it's a Pokeball. I don't know if you saw this too, but this Pokemon is based off of Japanese folklore. Just like Ninetales, not you know, not quite as cool, but it is a part of Japanese folklore in that it looks like a Pokeball a poke because it is based off of a Tsukumogami. I don't even know what that I did
0: not see anything about that. All I Mostly what I saw was the idea of, and tell me if this is the tale that you're referring to, of a failed science experiment creating an animal.
1: Yes and no. I feel like that's them wanting to take it into a Pokemon fantasy direction. Um, they, okay. did, they didn't go super literal with the folklore element, but it is partially there in that so these are just tools everyday items that have acquired a spirit and the idea is that inanimate objects would eventually become occupied of a they would eventually become occupied by a spirit after a hundred years that is also referenced by the fact that Voltorb is Pokemon number a hundred
0: everything that we're talking about right now I am like put a pin in that put a pin in that exactly put a pin in that because like it's all this stuff that I want to talk about at the end. So I'm, for I'm just
1: peppering this in for uh, for you to think about that this Pokemon has so much more going on than, than you would initially think. I'm just going to say right now, that's basically what I thought for this entire family
0: going through it. I mean, not to, you know, blow my whole wad here on these balls, uh, <laughs> <Hey-oh>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... In looking through it, the biggest shock to me was like, I going into this was like, all right, this is one of the most uninspired designs of Gen 1. Oh my God, we have to talk about the circle with eyes on it. And in going through, there's just so many things where I never thought about before the Gashapon and this tale that you're talking about of inanimate objects becoming alive after 100 years. By the way, if I keep a hammer, and use it after 100 years, does it feel pain if I hit nails in with it? Yes, and then it is also spooky. You can use It'll help out on
1: Halloween and stuff.
0: All right, so we got crab hammer, square hammer, pan hammer, spooky hammer.
1: Yeah, you've got you your whole toolkit right there.
0: <laughs> That's the uh, Jeremy Clarkson toolkit, yes. just an assortment of hammers.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't want to jump too far either, but this is the more that I found about this guy is that This is part of what Pokemon does best, and that we took a design that is very simple, and that as a kid, I just thought, it is a Pokeball, that is it, it's a large Pokeball. And there is so much thought behind this Pokemon that it's almost insane how much went into it. There's
0: also, I never even thought about just the concept of a pun of, this is ball
1: lightning. Oh yeah, we got so many different layers on top of this thing. I could honestly go on and on, I'm trying to not get into each of what I have to say so quickly, (laughs) (laughs) but
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, please, if it's relevant, whatever. I, I'm basically giving away my entire thought for the family here, but we'll uh, we'll 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 circle back to uh, stuff more specific to Voltor because there is a Pokedex that I wanted to read, okay. and actually, it's just part of it. There's just a bunch of them that reference it rolls to move. When it's rolling to move, does the face roll onto the ground or does it hover over? So one spot.
1: I actually have visual confirmation of this that i am going That's to why get I'm to later you. <laughs> i will get to later but ultimately this thing is freaking rolling and its face is going under end over end uh the one i actually wanted to read in
0: full though is x it was discovered when pokeballs were introduced it is said that there is some connection between the two i po- saw some something- people pokemon people double down on these conspiracy theories this is what I want to hear more of. <laughs> <laughs> you want a decks
1: full of just conspiracy theories. Yes. Just w- wild claims and accusations. Uh, yes. I found a lot of that, too, that most people in the game do not understand the connection between Voltorbs and Pokeballs, but all agree that there is
0: one. I mean, if freaking Tiktaalik walks out of, you know, a lake one day, how many people are going to be like, "Aha, I see the connection between land animals and sea animals, like... Do you think about that from on a daily basis when you look at Adam?
1: <laughs> yes, that's my Roman Empire. That's my thing I think of all the time. <laughs> no, I, I, was... I think that i I mean in game, if you see a half red, half white circle, yes, you're gonna put it together with that other half red half white circle that's just how it's gonna go
0: (laughs) really when everybody was going around asking each other like how often they think about the roman empire we we should have just been asking people how often they think about pokemon
1: (laughs) how often you think about the connection between voltorb and pokeballs (laughs) uh the one the decks that i wanted to read on that note is ruby uh, which says oh, Voltorb was first sighted at a company that manufactures pokeballs the link between that sighting and the fact that this pokemon looks very similar to a pokeball remains a mystery
0: mhm mhm interesting so these the, yeah these are the conspiracies i need this is the this is the, what
1: big poke doesn't want you to know this is what they're yeah, covering this, up
0: is this the pfizer excuse me the pfizer of uh, of the pokemon world and we have to just come up with wild oh my god the Pokéball manufacturer is Comet Ping-Pong.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: How <laughs> Comet, do, how deep does this go? <laughs> it's Comet Pokéball. Oh my god. All right, there are just to kind of wrap it up for what I have for Bio. There are several references in Pokédex entries to it exploding on Oh touch. yeah. Exploding like, from oh nothing. Yes. Yeah. And normally hey, How often like, do
1: balls do that, am I right? Uh, hey. <laughs>
0: Normally, I would say that this is a terrible evolutionary trait. But then I was like, you know what? If these things were, like, created in a lab and they're a failed science experiment, there's actually, like, a pretty good concept of, like... That's just what would happen. Un- yeah, they're an unstable animal. They're yeah. uh, uh, kind of... Oh, my God. It's on the they're edge. the wild card.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fast and loose, you know? It shoots from the hip. <laughs> my only question with this is... They always say that they explode. I mean, what happens to them after? Are they gone or do they come back? Oh, yeah, they're dead. Oh, no, they're very dead. They're dead.
0: How do you think gasoline's are made? Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) It's an exploded
0: Voltorb. You're welcome.
1: Well, then how could any trainer uh, live with themselves telling Voltorb to use self-destruct? they don't think that hard about it. No, but I certainly will. <laughs> just catch another. <laughs> I mean, even <laughs> we couldn't let Tentacool die ever. Like we're just like, no, put it back in the water. Oh, but but this thing. I have a, a,
0: an actual like this isn't even relative to uh, <laughs> just a general or question electrode. Yeah, this is this is a Pokemon Life question. Have you ever actually used self destruct in a game?
1: No, because you're right. I felt bad. I really did. I was like knowing that it was gonna make your Pokemon faint. I didn't want to do it.
0: Yeah, is that like ever? I mean, I guess there's a time if like it's the the last poke that your opponent has and you have more, but like
1: yeah, I mean, don't you also know like Thunderbolt? I think that'll get the job done. And if you're yeah. if you're not like Hop, if you know about type advantage, you know you could just use just well, a you different know about Pokemon. type advantage. I know. It's a, I've studied for years at the Blueberry Academy, so. Uh, <laughs>
0: I've studied for literally minutes.
1: I looked at the type chart and... uh, Yeah,
0: and by studied, I mean I literally, every time I play the game, have to Google Pokemon type advantage chart and stare at it. Yeah, I re-Google
1: what poison is good against every time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying that punching a bird would be... Difficult, Interesting. Write that down. All right. All right. Well, let's talk about, do you have anything else actually for bio, or Did you want to move on to the game? Yeah, there was something out?
1: else I kind of wanted to say, but I might say it at the very end. All right. That's fine with me. Uh, the biggest thing I want to talk about in
0: game um, is shiny Voltorb. Oh, yeah. Because it's blue. And and shiny Voltorb rules. I'm just going to say I uh, kind of have a new mission here, and that is to make a team of do some shiny hunting Just so I can say my team is blue balls. (laughs) How did I not see that coming?
1: (laughs) How did I miss that? (laughs) What color is shiny onyx? It's too bad uh, crystal onyx doesn't exist because that's blue, too.
0: I don't even know for steelix. No, shiny steelix Steelix is is, gold. Yeah. Solid gold with some blue balls. Nice. (laughs) Sometimes you got to bling out the old rock snake.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. No, but
0: red and, bl- uh, <laughs> red and blue <laughs> moving on. Red and blue balls. Pokédex states that it's usually found in power plants. And I want to talk about this I mean, that's
1: conceptually here. Right on the money because I don't know about the other ones, but uh, that's the only place you're going to find it in yellow.
0: There is I there's like one random route that you can find it in red and blue. I was looking at that and just thinking to myself like if you were actually making a guide to the world of Pokemon. This should be in every fucking entry about a poke. Like, here, I'm going to tell you know, people where are about they? this poke and never tell them, oh my God, it can use a million horsepower from its claw or whatever stupid crap. <laughs> How about, like hey how about this where it is this thing is native to the seafoam islands that would be helpful oh we can't oh, can't give the
1: whole game away and let, let these kids know exactly it, where to go
0: this is found often around forests like viridian forest or the safari zone like <laughs> if you were as? actually trying to help people i guess you know i guess maybe like when you enter a pokedex it says where you caught the pokemon but like
1: Yeah, but if we're talking in-game reality, you'd be saying where you found it.
0: Yeah, not everybody is going to, like, look up and be like, oh, I need to go... Like, more specified biomes. Yes,
1: Uh, but there is nothing more tragic in the game, in the game's playthrough, than the fact that Voltorb's really... The only place you're finding them is the power plant, because uh, you were already there for an electric Pokemon. Yeah. (laughs) There's already something... Uh, much more important that you are there for. So these are just in the way. Uh, They are just bothering you because you think they're an item every time. Uh, That's really all that's happening.
0: It is kind of the height of world building in that regard, though.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, it's it's the perfect piece of its element. It's just sad that the one that you're there to catch is also electric. I just wish that it was something else in there.
0: To prove that this really is a world building poke... I'm going to ask a game question about Voltorb and Electrode right now. What electric moves can it learn in Gen 1?
1: Can it learn Thundershock? Is this a quiz?
0: It's it's a trick question. It doesn't learn any electric. It doesn't learn a
1: single electric attack?
0: No, you can teach it some by TMs. Okay. Like two. You can teach it Thunderbolt and Thunder
1: in Gen 1. All right, so what's the intention then? What are you supposed to teach it? Just tackle and quick attack and stuff? The only attacking moves, you know the only real moves because <laughs> the only moves that matter go ahead <laughs> <laughs> it is a,
0: a tackle self-destruct swift and explosion so 50 percent of its moves in gen one are blown wow, so itself this up. was
1: always meant to be yeah you know, like a take everybody out type pokemon i guess a full yeah, a is, full this sweeper is,
0: this is purely a world building poke like through and through even down to the moves
1: Even down to not really being able to use it. And they know (laughs) you're not
0: going to because it's with the other electric guy. I don't think I've ever used self-destruct or explosion in a game because I also don't think I've ever used this poke.
1: No, and I mean, if you're playing myself
0: saying so much and I'm like, did I ever like do anything? (laughs) It's because all of us use
1: the same six Pokemon. I mean, that's just what it was. But I. Also, get shit on Bob Blastus <laughs> for you know my entire childhood. So, but also, if you were playing Yellow, you started with an Electric type. You were never, you were never seeking an Electric type until this exact moment when you could upgrade. The only thing was, I mean, these were actually really high level for where they were. So, if you wanted one, it's a great place to get one. I think I might be mistaken, but I'm like ninety
0: nine percent sure this is the first poke that we have encountered on said Pokedex path that we are finding. That has no gender.
1: That's interesting.
0: Have we seen
1: Magnemite yet? Because I think Magnemite is genderless, too.
0: Remember that time that I remembered anything we ever talked about on this show? <laughs> I
1: mean, I forgot that we talked about Cloister, and that would have been, like, two episodes before, so... Um, yeah, I'll leave it in. Yeah, I'll leave this whole bit in. Good, because we have... Let's just... We've certainly... Uh, it's been a year. What can you do?
0: <laughs> it's been, like, 87 I have years. Mental... I've learned
1: nothing in my time finding paths. Like...
0: Like I was saying, this is just yet another genderless poke that we've encountered. Um, you know, <laughs> one there of have the been many
1: countless yeah. uh, genderless pokes. I,
0: I, I don't know why, Andy, you keep insisting that this is the first one that we've run into. Uh, that's pretty uh, embarrassing for you, but I distinctly remember uh, at least Magnemite and possibly others.
1: <laughs> and certainly at least one more, I think. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe fifty-fifty chance. I don't know,
1: but it does make sense that the ones that are, I guess, machines. I don't know really what else you would call this. That they would be, uh, yeah, not gender specific at all. Because we well, we're um, also not even saying that they, how they reproduce. I mean, there's, you know, I, they I'm just show up. They
0: don't. I'm assuming they don't reproduce. Like they're probably just created by like electrical storms or wild Pokemon. Yeah, they just end up showing up showing electricity. Yeah. And then it's the life cycle of a Voltorb. They hey, just go boom when somebody time. gets
1: too close, and that's it. Yeah.
0: That. Random Pokeball is sitting in the garbage. It gets shocked by a kid with a fork near an electrical outlet, and then <laughs> a few days later, it just gets excited and blows its balls everywhere.
1: Great. <laughs> yep. Perfect. I, I don't know why. I
0: will. I have to say, I'm glad that they. Uh, <laughs>
1: I'm glad they did not give into the temptation to make the ball Pokemon male. <laughs> Only male, uh, or uh, yeah. and they didn't go with like the whole tandem mouse type thing of like that there would have to be two at all times you know <laughs> right. yeah of all the ones what if instead of like voltorb you know
0: flipping upside down what if this also did like a magnemite or vanillish uh, kind of evolution and it <laughs> oh just, and it,
1: it just stuck together and <laughs> it just
0: got two balls together
1: <laughs> nice perfect I uh, <laughs> I don't know why what you said earlier reminded me, but so I'm just looking at the stats again. In the games, this Pokemon is always a foot tall. It's a little upsetting because in the manga, you can see that these are all different sizes. They There are, Lieutenant Surge has a ton of them, and at one point they kind of surround red. There's little ones, there's big ones, they're all different sizes, and that makes more sense to me, and I, I wish we could have, I mean, we didn't really have sizes in Gen 1. We started to see that later. But it would be cool to see, you know, like get yourself a little Voltorb, a large Voltorb.
0: Big one, small one, some as big as your head. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They come in all shapes and sizes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, who are we to judge on this show <laughs> you know, trust me
0: I am in no position to judge <laughs> moving on alright is there any anime or man- manga stuff you want to talk about that's really all I got you know before we just start getting into
1: it's hard to differentiate I know. talking between there,
0: Voltorb and Electrode
1: there is technically an anime episode but you are going to see that it mimics almost exactly what we were talking about Voltorb is generally just end up being used as either a bomb or a distraction in the anime it debuts in episode 32 the ninja poke showdown this is the episode where Ash challenges Koga to a gym battle and so Ash shows up to the gym and he realizes it's a ninja hideout that's full of traps and the Voltorbs are just used as bombs hidden behind trick walls it is in the episode. It makes an appearance, but it's just blowing up. It's not really much of anything. Are, are Voltorbs
0: just like... Do you remember those things that you used to get at, like the fair and stuff, where you just like throw them on the ground and just go like...
1: Oh, poppers. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. it's got to yeah. be something like that.
0: It's like, it, it's like the Pokemon world equivalent of that maybe
1: they're not called poppers maybe i'm thinking of something else but still
0: i'm pretty sure poppers is a <laughs> yeah it's something
1: else uh <laughs> <laughs> yep, cut what that kind of fairs were you going to <laughs> so also i already talked about the manga but lieutenant Sur- surge uses a lot of voltorb and electrode of uh, various different sizes in pokemon adventures but again he just uses them as projectiles he literally just launches them at red and that's pretty much all they end up getting used for. These are the original Dragapult. <laughs> yeah, except it's not its mother, I guess, launching them. It's just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. It's just some guy throwing, you know, small just a, animals a guy. to explode. I, I found it interesting also that Lieutenant Surge does have a Voltorb in red and blue, but does not in yellow. He only has the Raichu because it follows the anime episode uh, where Pikachu has to fight the Raichu Rocky style.
0: All right, let's wrap it up with some cards for Voltorb. It is really hard to not continually do this, but base set, come on.
1: Oh, got to give yeah. it up to base set. I mean, it had the sweet uh, electrical current coming off of it. Yeah, and it
0: kind of looks like one of the backgrounds you could get for like your class picture
1: at the time. 100%. It is posing for its <laughs> class picture. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You know its mom was really excited to get those pictures, but it was, like, kind of, like, looking off to the side a little bit. It's
1: giving you kind of a—it's definitely doing the head tilt that we had to do for the yearbook, so it's it's very on-brand for the whole thing.
0: The only other one I wanted to talk about uh, is also uh, a Voltorb uh, interacting with its mom— and that is uh, Sky Ridge because it looks like it's really mad. It's mom yes, sent it Sky to its Ridge room. was
1: one of mine too. That it's like angry under the table for some <laughs> reason, and something about it is also really giving me season one of The Simpsons. It's maybe it's like so much chin going on. It's like kind of giving me Homer for some reason. But All right. that, yeah, it's just sitting under the table. He's mad because yeah, cause mom yelled at him.
0: Yeah, he just got in trouble, and he just wants to go hang out with his boys outside of those. I don't know why there's like...
1: Saloon doors? <laughs> <laughs> to
0: say Western, saloon doors on their house. Perfect. Maybe this town ain't big enough for the two Voltorbs in there and one's about to have to blow up.
1: Definitely always two Voltorbs.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: one's got a mosey on out.
0: Sometimes people
1: only have one. No, that's, it wasn't big enough for the two of them. <laughs> Uh, That's all I got for cards. All right. You took one of mine, but the other ones that I had, I just wanted to bring up Hidden Legends because it's just like very closely looking at something with one eye. It's just mainly eye.
0: I see what you did there.
1: Oh, all right.
0: I was just looking up that card, and I literally just started Googling Electrode.
1: (laughs) Save it. We're almost there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to talk about Voltorb next.
1: Uh, The only other card is actually really cool. The Stormfront card. This was when... This was very early on that they were doing this. That they were doing secret rare shinies, which now we get all the time. I definitely like that, but back then they would give them three attacks. It's blue. It's staticky. It was hollow. It's worth- I love
0: the glow. It almost looks like a like a giant moon or something. Yeah, it looks sweet. All right. Well, number one oh one. We're over the hump. Yeah, seriously, electrode, electrode, not Voltorb, electrode. Uh- tell myself that a million times it is also the ball pokemon it is also electric type it evolves at level 30 and it is a flipped Voltorb. all right yes. i have to say and I, i've mentioned this concept before for this family just things that i never thought about the evolution between these two is exactly that i never thought about flipping the poles
1: yes even this is clever. So it went from being angry, it was negative, and yep. now it's positive. So this is literally like electrons, where you get the name from, flipped it over, reverse the polarity, we have positive and negative charge.
0: If you were to watch a Voltorb evolve into an electrode in slow motion, we got out one of those crazy high speed phantom cameras from the slow-mo guys. Would the face Move and then it rolls upright, or would the body move and the face stays in the same spot?
1: Yeah, I would think of it like the body is kind of like a slot machine. You would see it twist very fast, but the face does not move. It would just slowly, the frown would turn upside down, and oh. uh, <laughs> and uh, it would just be a happy guy. Okay. I always I'll thought that Electrode looked like he had five o'clock shadow because of the coloration, that it always just looks like an older... <laughs> guy with a beard. It kind of looks
0: like in in Futurama, whenever Bender hasn't been drinking. yeah, It,
1: it yeah. looks exactly like that. Yeah, and bringing it back to being a kid sketching this, I was probably always doing this with a pencil, so I would color it in, and then it definitely looks just like uh, Bender with its rust beard.
0: The only thing is the mouth looks like every snarky DreamWorks face.
1: Yeah, He's going to say, that's got to hurt at least once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hope nobody gets kicked in the me no
1: yeah, it's nah, too good. It's too good for dreamers. <laughs> yeah sorry sorry
0: they just have to show somebody getting kicked in the old electrodes. Yes, exa- <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay to see that. Uh, You'd pay to see somebody get kicked in the old electrodes. (laughs) All right. That's fair. I'm going to start using that
1: kicked in the old electrodes. I
0: have to come up with these terms for uh, inappropriate things in front of my daughter soon. And yes, you're going to have to come up with a way to censor yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, do I run it back and like talk about like my not talking about it regularly. I'm just saying, boys have weedle. If it comes and, up,
1: it, it is going to eventually come up.
0: Yeah, you know, I know the uh, the big thing now. They talk about like, all right, the kid is supposed to know like the proper name, like it's a penis. Then you have to have more company appropriate names, like your weedle and your cloister. And <laughs>
1: it's also uh, very <laughs> you don't important kick anybody to uh, in their electrodes. You have to accurately. Identify these pokes as well. So it's important to know your Weedles from your cloisters.
0: Do I go with Weedle or Onyx? Top five Pokemon to name your genitals.
1: I mean, it's, you got to keep with Weedle. It's the family tradition.
0: Yeah, well, Weedle technically was P. All
1: right, it was the, the <laughs> Okay, Thank you. <laughs> how could I forget? <laughs> I, I,
0: you know, how many people have listened to that that we know and have made Weedleator jokes at me, and I'm like,
1: yep, yep, the <sighs> Weedleator. Anyways, I want to bring up that uh, <laughs> Electrode has a lot of different names depending on. The language i feel like we don't see that all that often and my favorite by far is the korean name because the korean name for this one is boom ball
0: the japanese name is a reference to a landmine i'm gonna counter and say i like boom ball but i kind of like the idea of it being a pun about a landmine more given just the nature of these in-game
1: look i will say that the pun is objectively more uh, well thought out but I want to yell go boom ball
0: okay boom ball also <laughs> does sound like a pretty fun like sport
1: all right maybe that's a sport in the Pokemon world uh, you play volleyball until uh, your electrode explodes
0: and someone's hands get blown off
1: it's like uh, yeah hot potato but more high stakes
0: so everybody plays it on the 4th of July it's really fun yeah
1: <laughs> The celebratory
0: game of boom ball, folks. It's hard to talk about the bio for this one because we already discussed it. It's just the polar opposite. Because the of- bio
1: is incredible, but it's the exact same thing. And yeah, it's literally I mean, it, the exact it, same it, thing upside
0: it, down. I kind of went into this episode uh, again, getting behind the curtain a little bit here. It's more fun to talk about crappy pokes, <laughs> like <laughs> Dunk, more and more and dunking I on really, bad pokes. Yeah, I really went into this one, kind of being like, "All right, here we get to talk about like the lamest design of Gen One. It's so I stupid. Mean, it's just-
1: this is notoriously one of considered one of the worst." Pokemon designs. I mean, yeah,
0: but is it just notoriously that because of like a lack of knowledge, but that's why not like people are being ignorant or intentionally keeping themselves uneducated about the importance of, of Voltorb and Electrode. Nobody gives a no, shit. No, it's just purely like, by looking you get at it. you into it, it's like, wow, there is so much more to this poke. And that's why, you know, yeah, it's uninspired, but it never felt quite as forgettable as...
1: It's an it's an instantly recognizable Pokemon. You know, if you're doing your favorite party game and if you say, you know, name 20 Pokemon, I'll bet you this comes up a lot of the times, especially if you're talking to Gen 1ers like us.
0: Here's the funny part. I looked up both of them in the Reddit's favorites poll. They were both in the mid 500s. Nobody's picking this as a favorite poke. No, this They're is a just- very
1: even keel Type poke. I can see that for sure.
0: And there is one, just to finish out for more bio stuff, though, I, there is just one Pokedex entry that I just had to bring up, or, or, or an idea in the Pokedex that I had to bring up, and that is from Black and White and Diamond and Pearl, and there was one other one I, I, I don't remember, and I forgot to write it down because I'm stupid, references that it drifts around on the wind. The thing weighs 150 pounds.
1: I didn't notice that, but yeah, that sounds very strange this should not be able to drift
0: yeah, what like, like Ghastly does it, it it's not like a goddamn tumbleweed
1: no it's way too heavy to be a tumbleweed i think of this as being yeah, like these
0: are some real heavy big deals <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> have you got that right
0: <laughs> i i promise on oh, the 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 ceremonial pokédex that we have here <laughs> between us I I solemnly swear I did not reference that just to make a joke about having big balls.
1: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of speaking (laughs) of family jewels, I do want to bring up the Emerald decks uh, because (laughs) they they feed on electricity, kind of like how we saw for Magnemite. So they appear in great numbers at electric power plants. We know this Uh, because they feed on electricity. They cause massive and chaotic blackouts in nearby cities. So this, my first thought of this is, this Pokemon sounds like the real world equivalent of having a pest control problem.
0: Most Pokemon feel like the real world
1: (laughs) equivalent of having pest control. Yeah, I guess any any collection of a certain Pokemon is a problem. (laughs) After all the
0: like attacking, squawking Spearows and the stinky ass bugs that we had to deal with.
1: That's right. It's just this, yeah, an area of plague.
0: This is just becoming a less and less pleasant world to live in.
1: That's why we catch them in battle and to get rid of them.
0: When it says, "All right," when it says feeding on the electricity, is it talking about ones that are already alive using it to like sustain themselves, or is yeah, like they they're literally like, they're growing? eating? it. Is it a like reproduce via electricity budding? I don't, I don't know what the proper term. Would oh, be you're for saying
1: that. that it reproduces by budding? I could get down with that. Uh, yeah, I think it's saying that it eats electricity, but if, if it's made from electricity, it would make sense that then it eats enough that maybe another one just pops right off of it.
0: That's what I'm thinking. Like...
1: I cannot... I, we almost went a whole episode without a SpongeBob reference. I'm glad I, we dude, got that in there.
0: I, I, I know. I was like... That was a close one. Want to see me make a SpongeBob reference? Want to see me do it again? Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, though, like, are they not feeding like an animal would be eating stuff? Are they making since they're like asexual, potentially reproducing by budding? Are they just stealing all of this energy to create more of them? You know, that way they can get thrown at people at the fair. But
1: they're doing something with it. I mean, I just personally know that I imagined it more of like cattle grazing on grass but that's probably not right.
0: Anything else you want to talk about specific to electrode? It's pretty much all I got for it. I I know it's kind of feels like a cop out after talking for so long about Voltorb, but I have a couple ideas for the family as a whole, but
1: I have a couple things to say about the game or the anime, but that's uh but nothing yeah, really no, about please. the biology.
0: I I don't even have I mean oh, I already talked about <laughs> oh, all we the, have for the game. No,
1: oh, that's literally it. No, I I I thought it was uh I thought it was cool that these can be found rolling around in Scarlet and Violet and if you get too close, they will explode and they do disappear. So you have to kind of keep a little bit of distance and throw the ball to engage them in battle.
0: I do like that all of the Pokedex entries were referencing that now, like, because of the flip in the polarity of their personality, I love that all of them are now, like, it gets so stoked to see. (laughs) Yeah, this is (laughs) like, this is
1: the fun one. Like, this is, This is the chill one is Electrode. This
0: is like that that dog that is like so stoked to see somebody that it like cannot
1: (laughs) exist anymore. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, This doesn't really have a showcase episode in season one, at least. But we do get an episode with it in the anime. And it's an episode we've already talked about. Uh, So if you remember episode 33, the Flame Pokemonathon. This is the episode where Ash races with Ponyta in the Big P Pokemon race. So, oh,
0: I remember this. Yes, a guy
1: entered his ball into the big P Pokemon race. He is riding it like he's log rolling. So this answers yes. the question from earlier, where it is just going end over end at its mode of communicate or its mode of transportation. Uh, Team Rocket digs a trap hole that Electrode falls into. Uh, it explodes, and I would assume kills them. Is that like a is that like a manslaughter case? It was pretty targeted. I mean, you could probably make a case for it being uh, just murder
0: when the electrode is running can you still see the electrode's face
1: yes and it is going end over end and it's pretty funny
0: the face is going like rotating with it yes i have a a electrode card story that i have to share to finish out this one uh that will bring things full circle for (laughs) listeners i just wanted to point out no cards in specific there's some great art on these but there are some very expensive electrodes I oh not yeah. expecting a lot of aquapolis 50 bucks fire red and leaf green is like 40 to 50 the shiny gold ones there's th- some good that are ele- more recent there's some good are electro like cards. still 10 even a jungle is like 50 bucks that's pretty high for something post base set I mean that's
1: I mean jungle's pretty close to base set
0: yeah but there isn't like a shadow list you know what I mean
1: all right that's true no I mean you these were the ones that I wanted to bring up so uh uh-huh. that that shiny gold one from chilling rain. I pulled that from a booster pack. No big deal. i uh, oh, sure it, you did. It does look very cool in person, and mm, yeah, just a little <laughs> humble brag. <there. laughs> yep, no big deal. Uh, and then Team Rocket returns. I know I bring this set up a lot, but it's still it's just really cool that all of the dark Pokemon are actually dark type. It's pretty cool, and it's a Hollow and an interesting attack on this one. What's the attack on that one? It says you may move all energy cards attached to Dark Electrode to your benched Pokemon in any way that you want.
0: So there is a Knit Electrode card. (laughs) I'm glad Uh, you brought it up. (laughs) It is from Team Up. And the reason I know specifically, without even looking it up, that it is from Team Up is because the very first Elite Trainer Box I ever bought. <laughs> yes, go <ahead. laughs> Andy knows this story quite well. Uh, listener, if you're new to the show, I have the worst luck with pools of all time. I don't pull anything good pretty much ever. Ben does not pull. Um, the very first i mean as you know i've been collecting cards and playing with the cards and everything since they came out and never gave it up uh again shocked i have a wife and child but um the first etb i ever bought was team up and i opened all packs and i got nothing literally it was so bad not even it's eight packs in it seven of them didn't even have (laughs) hollows
1: i mean and literally all the packs have hollows now that is that is so brutal
0: (laughs) i got one hollow in the entire pack and it was knit electrode (laughs) and out of spite i was so mad uh i am not exaggerating i sent an email to pokemon to voice how angry i was pokemon
1: i am writing to you with
0: grave news (laughs) i was so mad uh yeah a shoken farewell was playing in the background oh my god and of course pokemon wrote back and said um that's called gambling you idiot
1: sorry adult that's been doing this for a while
0: (laughs) (laughs) i owned a house and everything at this point um Yeah, and so out of spite, I put the knit electrode into like the (laughs) rares binder that I had. It is a hollow rare. It is, and over time, I just like had it in there out of spite. I kept looking at it, and then I was like, I I really like it, and that's a hundred percent the truth of pack. how i started collecting the knit cards the knit cards <laughs> and i now have a large collection of knit pokes and that is that was the precipice the for where i came from
1: well, if it makes you feel any better i that shiny special electrode that i got was the first pack i got of chilling rain
0: i feel so much better now <laughs> thank you
1: yeah no problem
0: i'm gonna pitch you a scenario and i want you to uh postulate what would happen pitch me an onyx go ahead you encounter a wild electabuzz you're 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 doing the normal thing that most people do when they encounter a wild poke and you're electabuzz. hitting it with a st- you're you're hitting a st- it with a stick and throwing rocks at it you know I'm as, throwing
1: hands yeah as customary
0: yeah. with uh with pokemon right since you are in fact fighting type and you go to throw a pokeball to catch it at the exact moment uh as the ball is hitting the electabuzz the electabuzz decides to use thunder at you uh this wild electabuzz and it hits the pokeball and that huge energy turns it into a voltorb as it's catching the electabuzz okay what happens do they fuse together does the voltorb eat the electabuzz can the voltorb Mm. still shrink the Electabuzz? Does it have those powers? What happens?
1: I guess I'll say best case scenario and worst case scenario. Okay, Uh, please. Worst case scenario is you are left with only an electrode and a really disgusting sound, or a Voltorb. (laughs) (laughs) You hear a crunch coming from inside the Voltorb. (laughs) Or, best case scenario, congratulations you just invented team-up, and now you have Voltorb Electabuzz GX. Oh my god. (laughs) in-game
0: tag teams that can be the next thing is horrible uh mutated fused pokes yeah they always interview as
1: a team and uh yeah
0: this is a nice mix of a world building poke while being still really lore heavy
1: yeah where you get you really get both
0: yeah normally it tends to be one or the other but the the lore for this poke a very lore heavy poke is building it as a World building. It has, that was one of the most redundant sentences I've <laughs> ever had. It
1: has a very specific role in the game. It is the definition of a role building, uh, a world-building Pokemon because it serves a role within the environment that you interact <laughs> with. But I
0: thought you were going to say quite literally because of its role. <laughs>
1: because it rolls towards you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but also in that it has some of the deepest lore that we've found literally since Ninetales. Like, I can't think of something with... It's, it's a pun. It is Japanese folklore, and it also has a little bit of fantasy element to it, all wrapped up in just looking like a Pokeball.
0: I was almost, like, dreading talking about this Poke, and as I was going through and researching, I was like, there is more to this Poke than meets the eye.
1: Yeah, this Poke is a Transformer, and this Pokemon rules. <laughs> I, I slight like
0: transformer.
1: <laughs> yes. I also think that this Pokemon, this is what I was saving until the very end here, I do think that this Pokemon also is a precursor to Rotom, that if we think about a spirit that's inhabited an object over a hundred years, gains sentience, it's very similar to Rotom inhabiting Sold. various things. It's a ghost in a machine, just in a different way.
0: Which one do you like more, Rotom or Voltorb slash
1: Electric? I do like Voltorb more, but I am also going to be biased uh, towards Gen 1. I mean, Rotom does a lot more. It's way more usable in the game, uh, and you see it a lot more, but Voltorb's got those little angry eyes that I like to draw.
0: You know, I actually think I would give the points to Rotom.
1: It's basically like that Top Gear meme where it's like, yes, this is brilliant, but I like this. But I like that more. <laughs> yes, exactly. but I like this. But yeah, this is, it's the ultimate disposable bad guy poke. It literally explodes on impact. I didn't think that Electrode was really necessary, but it does help complete a part of the story uh, that just with tells. flipping
0: the poles and yeah, everything, yeah.
1: It is still ultimately necessary. We
0: uh, decided to call a little bit of an audible here, and typically we would talk about a regional form in a Viva La Evolution segment. But you know what? For this one, we're just going to talk about it right now because
1: <laughs> there there's is, just
0: not enough to talk about.
1: There's nothing to say. I mean, it's just... An ancient Pokeball, so it's made out of wood. It's wood. Uh, the only difference is they switched the typing around to make it very literal. They actually switched the polarity on it because Voltorb is happy and Electrode is angry.
0: I appreciate that they stayed true to the lore and in looking back on it and with all the knowledge that we unfortunately have now of, that I'll you know, forget in a week, of Voltorb and Electrode. Weird nitpick, I don't like the evolution idea of it being with a leaf stone. I thought that was gimmicky. The whole yeah. idea is that it's an inanimate object that was brought back to life. And to me, a leaf stone is always about like promoting growth and plants and yeah, leaves. And it's and supposed to mutate life. it,
1: become otherworldly, become yeah. the next step up. This shouldn't It should have just that. been
0: make it level 30 again or something.
1: My like, nitpick is just that I, I like the idea and I always like new regional forms. But again, I just didn't think they, they did enough on this.
0: I, I I like the design, actually. I'm really not do. saying
1: I dislike it. I'm saying I didn't think they even had to do that much. But you
0: just I think the reason it doesn't look right is because it's something you're used to seeing with 90s eyes.
1: I'm experiencing my own bias on this one with my, my 90s eyes.
0: <laughs> you're seeing the 90s eyes through your 90s eyes. <laughs>
1: Yes, that's right. No, it just, it just looks a little strange in 3D. I mean, I, st- I still liked it. I caught it,
0: you know? A lot of the other regional forms that we've already talked about, like Diglett and, like, Grimer and stuff like that, they didn't really have the turbo 90s eyes.
1: You know, that's true. Isn't that a Holland & Oates song? 90s eyes, they're watching you. <laughs> Well
0: that's gonna Good. wrap <laughs> And
1: on that note I... <laughs>
0: that's gonna wrap it up for number 101, Voltorb and Electrode or Electrode Voltorb, just put them in whatever order you want. It doesn't matter.
1: Whichever it doesn't matter because coming up next we've got another edition of Between Two Voltorbs in a new ranking. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for between two Voltorbs. Today we have a top five. We are going to rank our top five round Pokemon. Uh, there really is no qualification other than that these Pokemon are circles.
0: All right, I'll start us off. Right. Uh, number five, I have Poliwhirl.
1: Nice. That's a <laughs> it's a really solid circle there. <laughs> I,
0: you know, I wanted to go with Poliwrath, but uh, it wasn't quite. That, yeah, it's not.
1: I think we're going to see that a lot of these are basic pokemon a lot of basic pokemon
0: are around no 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 not poliwag (laughs) poli oh my god (laughs) he's round two i'll give it to you like a Voltorb, i was uh playing pretty fast and loose with the rules (laughs) here (laughs) that's Uh, i can tell all jokes aside this family is actually like in going through and doing this has become like one of my favorites i don't know why but i i love the family very good it also makes sense uh in the real world because uh tadpoles and frogs are pretty much balls too yeah
1: yeah totally (laughs) (laughs)
0: number four i have Wooloo.
1: oh the sheep okay i'm like why am i blanking on
0: i loved watching these things roll up and uh roll around Wooloo
1: does roll out and it's pretty sweet
0: i i think Wooloo has been like one of the best very very early game pokes in a long time that's a really good normal type poke number three i think you might hang up on me i mean uh leave the studio (laughs) i might walk out (laughs) yeah you might walk out of the studio uh it is tad (laughs) bulb oh my
1: i oh i already knew that was going to be on your list so dude (laughs) i thought that was going to be number
0: one it is embarrassing but literally every time i look at it uh i i i have to laugh (laughs)
1: that sweet little guy
0: number four is drift blim
1: oh all right
0: it is just a cool design and i you know shout out got a a ghost, ghost in here for you ghostly balloon and number one, it's Phalanx.
1: Wow. Phalanx. I completely forgot about that one. You know, I, I'm really you know glad. Why? why?
0: My, my reasoning. Go ahead. Quantity over. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quantity, quantity. over quality.
1: he's <laughs> getting it as much round as you can. I get it.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it, I, sometimes I feel like when they were designing this one, they were like, you know what? Everybody just bitches about just having the simple round pokes. If we
1: had a pose, it's just a bunch of them. <laughs> if you get a bunch of them. If you get a generic Kirby villain and you just make five of them. The most impressive part to me is that we do not have any overlap. That is how many round Pokemon there are. That is that is incredible. Whoa. We have zero overlap. Whoa. You
0: don't have Tadbulb in yours? Uh,
1: unfortunately not. Didn't, uh, didn't make the list here.
0: Well, why don't you tell me what your five pokes All are right, that I are actually, inferior to, to Tadbulb?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do have six because one to me does not... It kind of got disqualified, but I wanted to mention it. So honorable mention goes to Applin. Uh, Applin is disqualified because the Pokemon is actually the worm; it's not the apple. Had to get mm, disqualified. The shout out. It is disqualified. So I will, <laughs> I will all go on the record with that. Number five, I am giving it to Smoliv. I'm not a That's fan. That's a good choice. Yeah, not a fan of the later evolutions, but Smoliv is undeniably fun. Uh, it's got either a little worried face or a mustache. I was gonna say he's got a great mustache. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite of the original spoiled designs from Violet. At four, we have Merrill. Shout out to Pika Blue.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. I almost picked that blue uh,
1: spherical. You know what's what's not to like about that? All right, fair enough. At number three, I have C dot. Not sure if it's round enough because it's an acorn, uh, but it's just a little acorn guy wobbling around. And it turns into an incredible Pokemon, so...
0: I have a good feeling I know who your number one is, but now I'm like... Number is one is going no? to shock you
1: because I of think who number is. two is.
0: Okay, then go... That's why I was saying that, because now I'm like, go ahead with number two. All right, well, number
1: two is Ghastly, so... Okay. <laughs> I, I hate to be this obvious because everybody knows Ghastly was going to make it on this list, but I couldn't... True. How could I not include... The Round fart cloud, and it evolves into the greatest Pokemon of all time.
0: And it evolves from the poke we just talked about <laughs> yes, today, ev-
1: exactly. It all comes <laughs> full circle, sold. Yes, <laughs> and number one, number one is Rowlet. Really? Oh, yeah, Rowlet is all the, right. Rowlet is the premier round Pokemon. First of all, it's in the name, it is a circular owl with a bow tie, becomes a great Pokemon. But if I'm basing this purely on roundness
0: do you know who i actually was shocked and i thought was going to be high up on the list jumpluff
1: oh damn it i forgot about jumpluff i was oh. only i was only looking at basics man i oh that's a that's a miscue on my part do over one do a over. Next. one a and one b Rowlett and jump luff. <laughs> damn <laughs> Jump-luff has episode. three circles that's incredible no four circles total if you count the body dude
0: phalanx is like 27 or whatever
1: well i, I dropped the ball Really drops, yeah, drop jump the, bluff, the round circle. Jump fluff
0: is even more balls. <laughs>
1: more balls is always better.
0: <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for episode forty-four, where we talked about two big old balls.
1: <laughs> yeah, we sure did. It was a nice, well-rounded episode, uh, not too heavy, and I hope it didn't leave you feeling blue. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make you
0: feel like a shiny Voltorb.
1: Check us out on Instagram tiktok and spotify we're gonna start having polls up that where you can tell us what you think about the pokemon so tell us what you think about this guy give us an answer i don't <laughs> yeah you, I, you want to say something about the balls in the yeah <laughs> i really
0: do there is so many gears firing in my brain about a poll about balls but
1: take a look at our poll
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it i'm ben and i'm andy i by the way, I'm not saying I'll take the poll. <laughs> no, you didn't. Just for the record. He'll take it. That's going to do it. I'm Ben. And I'm Andy. And we'll catch you on the next one. See ya.